I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. And we are on episode number 31. So 31 consecutive weeks of me bringing to you different ideas, strategies, and support around building and growing your sales teams. Um, so if you don't me, don't know me, I can't speak today. If you don't know me, um, I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and I have been in sales for 20 plus years, been running sales teams for 13, 14 years, uh, running my own business for the last five, helping people build and grow their sales and their sales teams. And today I had an aha moment. I had a story that I just wanted to share. Um, and so that's what I'm going to do today because that's the perks of running the show. Uh, so what I want to share is something that I think we need to keep in mind for every single time we are in the midst of a sales opportunity. And we hear a lot of times in traditional sales um, to talk about the features and the benefits, right? And if you've never heard this before, the idea is the feature is the component of what you're selling. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's a component of it. The benefit is what it actually does. So often when somebody's new in sales, what happens is they will start out by saying, oh, we're going to ABCD, we're going to XYZ, you're going to get like, for example, if we're talking coaching programs, you know what, this 12-month coaching program, we're going to have weekly calls, and so on every single call, we're going to dive into A, B, and C, and we're going to get very specific, right? And the reality is, nobody cares. Nobody cares what you're selling. Nobody cares what the features are. What they care about are the benefits. Why does it matter to them? What's in it for them? No matter what you're selling, no matter what industry, you need to figure out the what's in it for me as it relates to the person on the other side of the phone, the video, the table. And this is so vital because different people in different positions want different things. So as an example, if you are trying to sell an enterprise-level product to another business, there's going to be a few steps in that sales process. One, you're probably going to get to the person at the front desk. Your goal should not be to make a sale. Your goal should be to find out the correct person to speak to. Okay, then maybe it's a second call. If you can't get transferred, you make a second call to that person. How do you get them to pick up? How do you get them to give them the time, give you the time of day? And when you get them into that conversation, you want to find out what's important. And you can make some assumptions. For example, if it's the CEO of the company, there's a good chance that they're focusing on one of two things. One, revenue. Or two, profit. Probably both. Now, there's some components that relates to them. So, for example... Um, they might want to have a better culture within their organization because they know it's going to make them more money, right? Or maybe it just feels better, okay? There's, there's many different options, but the goal or the, the what's in it for me as it relates to the CEO of a larger company versus the, maybe the frontline salesperson, as an example, if I want to talk about promoting sales training, okay, what, what matters to the frontline salesperson is they keep their job or they make more commission, or they increase their capacity for deals, right? Where the sales manager, all they care about, if I'm offering sales services or sales training services to their frontline employees, is what do the numbers look like, right? 
And the CEO, again, how much money am I making? What's my profit margins? So the goal or the important piece for each person is different. And I thought of a, a really interesting story that I want to share that reflects this in a really, really powerful way. Uh, so my past birthday, um, my girlfriend and I, uh, well, she, she got me a present. And she was very, very excited. So excited. And I was nervous because uh, at the time it was a fairly new relationship. We'd been together, mm, I don't know, a month and a half or something. And I was super nervous about how I was going to react to the gift that she gave me. And she was, she was so excited. I'm like, what on earth? Like short of buying me a Maserati, what can have you that excited? Right. And I just, I was, I was super nervous because I didn't want to disappoint her. Um, so Finally, she's like, you know, just, just, just open the gift. And it wasn't even my birthday yet. It was three or four days early. And I was like, oh, here we go. Okay. What's going to happen? And sorry, hon, you're seeing the, <laughs> the true feelings that were going on that day if you're watching this. Uh, but she brought out the bag and I reached in and I pulled out this envelope. And I thought, what on earth is going to be in an envelope? And in this envelope was this folder. This is Highland Titles on it. Now there's a good chance you don't know what Highland Titles is. So I was very confused and I thought, okay, how do I look excited? I'm not even sure what this is. I opened up the folder and inside there were deeds or ownership certificates, something like that, to two pieces of land in Scotland. Now, I do have a Scottish background. So I thought, oh, well, this is thoughtful. Okay. What the heck am I going to do with land? What does it mean if I own land in Scotland? And so I continued to read through, through all the information. There's a pile of information. So I'm sitting there going, oh, how do I still look excited? Well, I'm trying to figure out what the heck the goal of this is. Okay. The feature was I own land in Scotland. I don't know what the benefit is. Suddenly I'm like, oh, do I need to pay property taxes in another country? What does this mean? Right? So I read through and I learned that this company, Highland Titles, is a company that owns uh, one and maybe two nature reserves or nature conservatories. And the logistics around it is if more than one person owns parts of a, land, of a piece of land, they can't build commercially on it. So they're preserving the land by, uh, by selling um, chunks of it. Okay. And that, so that was kind of neat, but I wasn't all that excited. And then as I continued to go through, I realized now my girlfriend hadn't said anything to me. And at this point I was still going, what am I going to do? I, I am not really, not really landing with me. I'm not sure. And then I saw the card and I'm going to show you this card. Can you see this? So here's what happens. When you own land in Scotland, you then can officially be called Lord. Okay. So it took me a while to have this all land because I wasn't clear. But now I can officially be called, I'll hold it again, Lord Jeremy DeMerchant. Think about that. Now, I don't know about you, 
But for me, and I know especially for a lot of guys, titles are a big deal, right? We relate a lot with our work. Um, we want to have things after our names, right? Um, you know, degrees and things like that. Um, I don't put my degree after my name, but I do brag like crazy about being a best-selling author, right? International speaker. So titles are kind of a, a cool thing for me. And so when I realized, holy cow, I can officially be called Lord Jeremy. And in this case, Lord Jeremy of Glencoe and Lord Jeremy of Lockerber. I got it. I got the benefit. It was fun. A little bit of novelty to it. Um, but I'm also doing something good, right? I, well, she did something good by, by investing in it. But she bought this land. So one, it helps preserve the land. But two, the fun part for me and the part that landed with me, the benefit for me was that now I can be called Lord. And, uh, you know, it's not like, you know, being knighted and being, being called Sir Jeremy, but it's really neat. So this is a, a real deal, real thing. So I could have Sales Team Rescue with host Lord Jeremy DeMerchant if I wanted to. It wouldn't be actually wrong. Um, and so it, it became fun, right? I'm sharing this with people. And as people get excited about it for me, I get more excited. I've got clients now texting me, Lord Jeremy, can you X, Y, Z? Right. I was at uh, a booth this past weekend helping my dad out at a trade show and the people next to me were, were, were making a joke about it too. And they were bowing to me and it was just fun. Right. But I didn't get it right away. Now, luckily I was in a situation where I was doing everything in my power to find out what that, what the benefit was to me. What's that piece that's going to land for me. But in a sales conversation, we don't have that same opportunity. You have somebody on the phone or face-to-face -face in a meeting or on a video call. You have to show them the benefits to the point where they don't care about the feature. Okay. Now, my girlfriend's amazing. She's awesome. And I'm super grateful for what she did. And it's super fun. And I carry this card around with me in my wallet just to prove it because it's so much fun. Because, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit of a kid inside. It's true. But... This can apply directly to all your sales conversations. You don't have the luxury of having somebody going, hey, how can you make it so I want to buy your product or service? That doesn't happen. It rarely happens. Okay. They might like you so much that they try, but it's, it's so rare, right? Now, there's so much competition. Your consumers are so informed. They're like, hey, my problem is this, this, and this. Can you solve it? Yes or no? And so it doesn't matter the logistics around how you do it. It's can you solve the problem? What's that benefit? Does this company get to increase their lead flow? Does, uh, does your offering give them the opportunity to increase their sales, increase their revenue, increase their margins? Maybe it's, you know, you're, you're doing uh, business to consumer sales and somebody just wants to, uh, somebody wants to write their first book. Right? Maybe that's something you're selling or, you know, you've got to you have a software that allows people to uh, build out their funnels, their websites more effectively, more quickly, like agencyfunnel.io as an example. So what's the result? Nobody cares, right? Nobody cares what you're offering. They care what it'll do for them. And so if I was in any other situation and somebody said, here, you should buy this land from Scotland. I'd have been like, what? But if you come to me and say, hey, we have a totally legit reason why you can call yourself Lord Jeremy. I go, 
what? And I would listen with such a level of curiosity and intensity that the sale would be made. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. And I would love your feedback. I want to get an idea of, of if this lands with you. What are you selling? What is the benefit? Forget the features. What's the benefit? Right? Somebody comes to you in a sales conversation and says, um, look, I need to uh, create support for me as I grow my business. I am not in a position to invest in one-on-one coaching because, Jeremy, we know you charge 30000 a year as an example. Um, but what can we do? I just want to feel like I'm not alone. I want to feel like someone can guide me, can point me in the right direction. How do you solve those problems? The benefit to them. So for example, with the Peak Performance Network program that I help run, again, the edge, it provides all that. But I can say, well, look, we've got a call on Monday that talks about global strategy. And I've got a call on Tuesday that's a role play call where we bring your exact situations that we go through. And Wednesday, we talk about uh, your, your sales conversations and, and pick apart the individual things that affect you. And on Thursdays, I have open office hours so you can bring anything from sales, marketing, tech, whatever. Nobody cares, okay? All they care is what's in it for them. What's the benefit? And this might seem really basic, guys, but I'm going to tell you, we overlook it all the time. I was in a sales conversation yesterday talking about the Peak Performance Network, and I started listening to all, all the pieces of it. Okay? I'm not perfect either. I go back and you know, can correct it, but most people don't even notice it happens. So how do you continually focus on the benefits? Well, you got to put yourself in their shoes, right? What makes them move? Because ultimately, somebody's coming to you or you're approaching them, and you want to solve a problem. And to be able to understand how you're going to solve the problem, you need to understand that problem, right? You know, a birthday gift is, is a little different. It can be fun. It can be entertaining. Um, a little bit of novelty. But man, it's so cool, right? This little card. I love this thing. But when you're making a sales presentation, when you're presenting what you're offering, your product, your service, whatever, you need to be clear on the problem you're solving. And then you have to make your prospect feel one way and one way only. And that way is, we got you. That's all anybody wants to feel. We got you. You worry about you're, you're going to struggle? Yeah, totally. But we got you. Is it going to be stressful along the way? Absolutely. But we got you. Is there going to be miscommunications? Are things going to break down as we go? Are we going to have to fix things on the fly? Absolutely. But we got you. In fact, if you made an entire sales presentation to somebody and touched on, by setting expectation, right, and touched on all the possible things that could go wrong and still left them feeling like you got them, you can still make that sale. In fact, you'll probably still make that sale. And that sale will probably have a much higher retention rate than other sales you make. Because when things go sideways, you told them it would happen, but you got them. And they just trust that you've got them covered, that you'll do what it takes to make it right. Okay, I don't make promises that I'm going to change, you know, like solve people's total business problems, but I will promise this. I'll promise I will work my tail off to show them a way that's going to be more effective for them. And if they implement it, they'll see the difference. They'll see a shift. 
They'll increase their income. They'll increase their revenue. In most cases, they increase their profit. Notice there's a difference there, right? I've helped people build businesses from non-existent to six figures in six months. And that was someone who was a hustler that pushed really hard that as soon as I made a recommendation, they had to implement it within 48 hours, right? But when you're in these conversations, all you need to focus on is what's in it for them. People come to you feeling lost. They feel scared. They feel challenged. They feel stressed. They're short on time. They're short on money. They're short on other resources. How can you help them? The logistics don't matter. Okay, what they're looking for isn't a piece of land in Scotland. What they're looking for is to be able to be called Lord Jeremy. <laughs> but they, they want the outcome, right? They want that result. So tell me, what is it for you? Tell me two things. One, what is it that you're selling? What's the benefit that you're selling? Okay, I don't care about the features. I don't care how often you might give coaching calls. I don't care how many added components there are to the software that you're selling. What does it mean to me? Why does it benefit me? Okay, guys, keep that in mind. If you want to picture the funny analogy, do it. Okay, you're not selling the land. You're literally selling the title. Okay, you're not selling the land. You're selling the title. What does it mean to them? How does that land for them? And remember, all they want to do is feel like you got them covered. Okay, guys, that's it. I'm your host, Jeremy Demerchant. Be sure to check out this replay and previous episode replays at salesteamrescue.com. And if you want to go ahead and book a one-on-one sales team blueprinting session with me specifically, you can also go to salesteamrescue.com, click the link, secure your spot, and we will see you next week as we are here every single Wednesday, 2 p.m. with Sales Team Rescue. Guys, be young, have fun, and make sales. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.